Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Para-ra-para. Halala Show Season 4 Mix Number. 24. 24. Kobe Bryant. Welcome to the Halala <laughs> Show, everybody. How's you doing over Hello. there, Rika G? How you doing over there in the I'm UK? I'm good. I'm good. You all right? You all right? Yeah, you're all right, mate. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, yeah, for, right. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, for all of the first time listeners, welcome to the Halala Show. That's Rika G over there. And she's going to tell you all Hello. about this fantastic podcast and why you should stick around and listen. Oh, my gosh. Five stars on Spotify. Hell yeah. Automatic. Yeah, we're a 4.9 rating. Okay. Perfect. Oh my perfect. god! No, no, it's okay. It's fine. It's 4. fine. 9. 4. Um, 9. <laughs> but welcome to the Halo Halo Show. We talk about everything and anything under the sun, but mostly we talk about things that are trending in the Philippines because yes, we are both Filipinos, yes. and uh, however, only one of us is in the Philippines. Yeah. And so you know, nobody's perfect, like we mm-hmm, said. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, and then we do have some structure. Mm-hmm. We start with where you've been. We're gonna tell you all about our lives even if you didn't ask for it things that we watched we read which is rarely um and then we go to our tts what are our tts for today our tts or the trending topics uh is the the correct biblical uh, not biblical <laughs> dictionary term uh <laughs> <laughs> our trending topics for today <laughs> we're talking about uh bea alonzo a new trailer of hers uh in a movie called one five who are 1521 <laughs> 1521 <laughs> just random numbers yeah, random uh, numbers it has caused some backlash uh from the trailer alone because of historical mm. inaccuracies uh we'll talk about that and we have some two things that blew up on social media the first one is on TikTok there is a TikTok username slowin that's the way it's pronounced i think slowin slowin i think uh and mm. uh he commented on uh, some TikTok videos that went viral about a Philippine stole, S-T-O-L-E, which I did not know is actually a word, uh, but for others, it might know it as the sash, a sash used in graduation. Right. So a Filipino-American uh, posted a video of her about her stole, her Filipino-themed stole, and this slowing guy uh, called her out on it. And a lot of people were kind of on the fence, like, was he right? Was he wrong about, you know, and and the way that he did it also about wearing a Filipino stool, which is supposedly actually it is uh, against the law here in the Philippines, uh, according to mm-hmm. like some law. And uh, we'll get people's reactions on that and, and talk about that. And the last thing, Rika and I were actually on the same page about this. We saw it right before we recorded. Uh, tell us about that one, Rika G. Yeah, so um, it's. Actually, I think I saw the Twitter post, um, uh, kind of like expressing their opinions about Gen Z's asking for higher pay and how they're generalizing that Gen Z's are more entitled, um, of today. Mm-hmm. So I think a lot of people, uh, wanted to chime in on that saying yep. that, well, obviously people are asking for more pay because of inflation and everything. And then it was a whole discussion on Facebook as well. So I think we both have a lot of things to say about this because, 
I mean, I, for me, I would, I would, I kind of understood that point of view where obviously, mas mahal yung bilihin of today. And that's why I think that we should get paid more. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was a whole discussion about that, um, that issue that, yeah. you know, Gen Z's are asking for more pay. Right. That's yeah. it. And then yeah. obviously people saying that, oh no, you're being entitled. And, mm-hmm. um, yeah, they're not happy about it, man. Yeah, they are. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of, uh, saucy comments spicy comments in there uh we'll discuss that so if you want to jump straight to the tts if you don't care about our lives you can go straight to the timestamps listed in the <laughs> oh, podcast wow, wow. description <laughs> but let's uh let's begin with oh we also have an odd diva by the way uh rika found yeah. this is one pretty funny yes yes and actually while i was reading up on it i thought that maybe i already saw this article uh-huh. um before but i saw that like in other news websites that they just made an article about it so it's it's about um, Japanese people getting smiling lessons mm. because they've been wearing masks so much. There and I don't know if that's something that we need. Yeah. I didn't need, I didn't know. I don't know. <laughs> so it, that's what we're going to talk about. It is quite <laughs> odd. So that's why uh, we also, we'll talk about it at the end as well. But let's start with where you've been. I think you started last week, right? Yes. All right. I did. So I'll start this week. I, I want to start off my where you've been this week by thanking all of the Lecce fans for supporting the anti-scam scammer, (laughs) the cause, for supporting the cause. Uh, And I just sent Rika some screenshots because another scammer contacted me. Uh. I think they're catching on, man, because they only gave me like three payouts. And then they're like, no, you have to complete this task where we definitely aren't going to scam you. And you have Mm -hmm. to send us money. Uh, So after a while, I was just messing around with them. And dude... You should see the, <laughs> the replies that I'm getting. Bro. I, I said, uh, I said, oh, no, thank you. Uh, I don't want to. I said, uh, I just need more confidence that this is not a legitimate operation. And then I said, mm. my business. And, and then they replied saying, like, you need to prove. Do you want to break the rules? Like, do you want to mm. break the business rules? And I said, you mean by rules, you mean scammers? <laughs> <laughs> and then anyway, it, it came to the <laughs> point. Where I was like, oh, your your family must be so proud of you. And then they're like, I've always been the pride of my family. You can be so confident even if you're poor. You deserve to be poor. You will never get better in this life. That's what the message said to me. Yeah, to you. <laughs> and then you. I sent, you know, she stopped replying, I, I'm sure, because she doesn't find it worth the time. But I sent a Liam Neeson <laughs> gif. I said, you know, <laughs> we're going to find you and you're going to, it's karma's going to catch up to you. But uh, I really appreciate all the Leche fans that kind of really listened and last week and hopped on that because it just shows that people actually listen to, listen to us. I think it's pretty funny. Like, yeah. And you know what? This whole thing that's happening with, you know, you scamming the scammers. Yeah. It reminds me of this one YouTube video. And I think it's a whole YouTube channel dedicated to scamming the scammers. Yeah. And they I do the that. same thing mm-hmm. and they activate their cameras and mm-hmm. they tell them that, oh, you know, you're wearing a pink shirt. You have a poster and mm-hmm. behind you and stuff like that, like kind of um, freaking out the scammers. And yeah. this is what I'm reminded. <laughs> I see. I, I've doing? seen. I've seen a couple of those videos. <laughs> Usually, they target the ones, the call centers that are located yes. in India. And mm. there's one I remember mm. where they actually were able to send like a stink bomb into the into their office. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And they have all the footage huh? because they were able to hack. And I mean, they were able to like not really. I guess it's hacking, right? They were able to hack into the scammers' webcams right. and and mess with them. So yeah, there's that. Uh, but let's get on to the real. Where you being? Like, what have I really been doing with my life? Right. Mm. Uh, Yesterday, uh, we watched uh, Transformers, man. The Rise of the Beasts. No. And I know you love Transformers, Rika G. I know. Uh Uh, For all the new Leche fans here, Rika and I love 
monsters and giant stupid. robots. In movies <laughs> yeah man and no you know what it's not stupid in like a negative light it's yeah. more of like you stupid don't have to fun. think about it when you're watching yeah mm-hmm. you don't have to think about it when you're watching it right yeah. and i would say that this is one of the better ones you know i really did not oh, like okay. the mark Wahlberg ones as much as i love transformers the mark Wahlberg take ones that back we're not that good take in my opinion take it back <laughs> uh but this the blasphemy one, this one would probably rank top three definitely for me nothing tops the first transformers but this the was almost as good as bumblebee and i really enjoyed bumblebee because it it wasn't really all action action bumblebee uh it had a lot of heart i i guess that's i don't know if that's a very cliche thing to say but bumblebee had a lot of heart and this one was able to bring that heart but with more action so if you like no. bumblebee you will enjoy this one. Uh, Pete Davidson is in it, Rika G, as one of the voices. He's oh, actually I the know. voice of the main. I know. You know how Bumblebee is kind of like the main side character outside of Optimus Prime. So there's a new. Well, he's not a new character because he's been in Transformers lore, but he's introduced in this one. Uh, his name is Mirage. And so Pete Davidson plays him. And and surprisingly, he well, maybe not surprising for you because, uh, you know, you're a big fan. Actually, I like him a lot, too. But he was the probably the best part of the movie. In my opinion, mm. he was really good. Okay, uh, but and you the, know, Pete Davidson has been busy this week. He has, <laughs> he has been busy uh, doing. <laughs> yeah, Rika sent me that video <laughs> of him calling. Uh, was it Pita? Pita. Yeah, Pita, you guys should look that up. He called Pita because he got bashed for for buying a dog instead of adopting. For buying his dog, it was a uh-huh. pretty funny uh, video uh, or a very, very funny uh, voice message. Uh, but yeah, Transformers, man, super solid movie. I would recommend it. And uh, I mean, not really to spoil, but it feels like if it does well, they there's a thing at the end that leads to something big, something big. I can't say anything else, but wow. it is if they if it's successful and they continue with the path that they're going. I am so hyped for it, bro. It looks, oh, my God. Transformers will never die. They will never. keep making movies. Michael Bay will Michael be Bay. a billionaire at the end of this <laughs> decade. Yes, sir. Uh, so, yeah, I highly recommend right? that. But but the other movie, Rika G, that even as much as I love uh, this latest Transformers, the movie that I have to recommend to everyone, if you're going to pick one of the two, it's Spider-Man, man. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Ooh, okay. Such a good movie, man. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone as well because it's just been out a week. But you have to watch Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. The art style is insane. It's fantastic. The story is great. The voice acting is so good. And if you are a fan of Spider-Man, you don't even have to be a fan of the MCU. I think that's what's great about it. Because the MCU right now, the the new struggle, I guess, for, for Marvel, like Marvel and Disney and whatever is to get new people on board, right? Because to kind of mm-hmm. understand the the rest of the MCU, the live action MCU, you kind of have to watch like 50 films or whatever yeah. it is, right? Exactly. There are a lot of moving parts. Yeah. <laughs> For Spider-Verse, you only have to watch the first one. And even if you don't watch the first one, I think you'll still enjoy this one. That's how good of it a movie it is. Because so it's they, Miles Morales, right? Miles Morales, yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's it's so good. Go watch it. It's going to be. And I, I, I don't know if it's really a spoiler, but just expect that. I, I have to say this because I feel like it won't ruin your experience. But just like Fast 10, uh, there is a sequel, like a direct sequel next to it. You know what I mean? Like it's it it it's not. Mm-hmm. There's a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. But uh, other than that. You will love the film. So go watch those two. Uh, yeah, man, I hosted an event last Friday. I don't think I talked about it on the podcast yet, right? So I hosted an event 
for SM CyberZone in SM North EDSA. It was really fun. Uh, I was talking about cell phones, and I'm not really going to talk about the hosting itself. If you want to check that out, I did post a, a mini uh, hosting vlog, which I've been done Ooh. ever. I've never done that ever. I've never ho- uh, filmed a vlog where, well, I have with you, but where I'm actually talking about my mentality about how I go into a hosting. Like I talk about, you know, when did we ever do that? Uh, at your last hosting in Okada. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 But I never right. really delved into like the, not the intricacies, but the, you know, like the, what to, because the title of my video is A Day in the Life of an Event Host. So I talk mm-hmm. about the preparation. I'm sure I mean, if you watch it, you'll probably agree on like 95% of the things that I talked about on yeah. there, you know, bringing a pen, uh, doing a pre-prod or a run through with the team. And, and, and then I posted some hosting clips of me and my, like what my thought process was in hosting right. an event. So, uh, if you watch that or if you want to go check that out, watch it. But I just want to talk about the event itself because it was for mobile mania. That's the name of the event. And I was just surprised at how not really surprised because I, you know, we, we always upgrade our phones and stuff, but I just watched when I was like listening to the speakers talk, I kind of reflected on how fucking crazy the advancement of cell phones has been since i don't know like two i what was when was your first cell phone oh my grade i want to say grade two grade two so when i was like nine years old and then nokia yes yeah nokia it's nokia 50, by the way i was gonna I say know, nokia right i was gonna nokia. say nokia but it's nokia so i had to make sure i got right. that name right but just from the you know from the nokia 3310s all the way up until now and not just apple and samsung right there are there, there's like Oppo and Vivo uh, there, oh, yeah. and their phones are insane, man. The level of technology that fits in our pockets is just mind blowing to me sometimes. And what you can do already, mm-hmm. right? Indeed. Uh, from the cameras to like, there's a phone that has a color changing back. You know, like the sunglasses that change color in the sun. Like that was freaking <gasps> cool, man. But for what? I don't know. For just for, cool? for, for swagger, bro. For for swagger. Sw- for swagger. <laughs> Do you need another reason, Rika G? For swagger, man. I mean, Why? I'm sorry for asking. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, thank you to SM CyberZone for uh, letting me host that event. And I really did learn a lot. There was like a panel discussion, which I haven't done in a hosting in a long mm-hmm. time. So it was nice to kind of shake off the rust. And because it's so challenging to to talk to six people at once, in a sense, even though you're asking, let's say, in this case, the same question, uh, you have to really listen to each answer obviously you should listen but then having to kind of relate to what one person said to another speaker you really have to keep Mm -hmm. it in your head it's kind of it it was a it was an exercise in like my mental like gymnastics yeah my focus uh yeah other (laughs) than that man oh i have to recommend two more movies which are not in theaters right now uh but Mm -hmm. i watched them uh, uh at home or three movies three movies real quick real quick on netflix this one's easy to access the woman king with uh annalise keating what's her name Annalise Keating, How to Get Away with Murder. Uh, oh, my. Ver- uh, letter V. Letter V. I want to say Veronica, but I want it's to not say, I want to say Veronica, too, but it's not. <laughs> Wait, Viola. It's, uh, Viola. Viola but, Davis. Okay. There it is. There I was it about is. to say Vivian. <laughs> <laughs> Viola Davis. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a historical movie, I guess, like from the, I don't know okay. what year it is. I always am so bad with, like, things mm-hmm. be, be, before 1930. Like, I don't know what century it was set in. But it tells of the um, uh, these warrior women in Africa and they and just basically their story and how they kind of are trying to free themselves. It, it's full of action. Great acting from Viola Davis and the rest of the cast. I don't know their names, but if you see some of their faces, you've seen them in other movies. There's the, there's the girl 
who plays uh Captain Marvel's best friend in in Captain Marvel. She's in it. She's probably my favorite character in the film. Uh yeah, great acting all around. The other two movies is Renfield, which stars okay. Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage, which is about Dracula and his assistant. It's a comedy horror action movie. It's John Wick but with a vampire. It's it's really good. It's really good. yeah, Renfield. It's better than Daybreak or Daylight or whatever the one with Jamie Foxx. Even though I enjoyed that movie, I think you'll enjoy Renfield even more. And the last one okay. is Guy Ritchie's The Covenant, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, which is uh, and I know you love Lone Survivor, right? I know you always I talk do. About Lone Survivor. I do. So this movie is Lone Survivor plus mixed with other elements. I think you will enjoy that movie, Rika G. It is really good. The Covenant. You Guy know what Ritchie's I also love? Hmm. Patriots Day. I love Patriots Day. Mark, Mark, oh, Mark. that's yeah, Marky Mark. Yeah, that's dude. a good I Mark mean, Wahlberg movie. That yeah, it is. Mark it is, Wahlberg. It is. You can skip. At saka yung ano nga, yung accent nga, the accent really scratches my brain in like Boston? a good spot. Yeah, Boston <laughs> accent. I think it's really. I think it's a nice accent, and I know some people will be like, "What <laughs> Boston, right? Boston." Uh, but yeah, those yeah. are the movies I recommend, and that's the stuff that I did this week. And uh, Finn, how about you, Rika G? What's what's new with you? All right. Um, well, I'm gonna start with yesterday, which was my first day of an of my internship in this company that I really want to work for. So I really stepped up. Um, it was online though, so I had a meeting with my mentor, quote unquote. So it's a company called Mags Creative. So there's there they're a production, um, uh, podcast production company here in London. And it's just, it's really cool because I think we were on the same wavelength because my mentor was also like a student, a previous student of this, this master's course that I'm taking. So she knows what I'm going through. Mm-hmm. She knows what's, you know, what's up. We had the same professors and everything. So it was just really nice to talk to her. Her name is Alice. Oh, and she Alice. On, I know Alice. <laughs> That's a real Seems person. Seems like I'm making up all of these That's people. That's a real huh? person name, huh. Alice. That's, right? Hindi alam, ano, no? Nasa Pilipinas lang pala ako. Wala ko sa UK. I'm just making this all up. Mamaya may tumitilaok ng ano, the chicken. No, no, no. Um, But yeah, so I met up with Alice yesterday. We had our first day remote work placement uh, internship. And it was pretty cool. And if you look up Mag's Creative, they do create like really cool podcasts and what they do also. Because I think, you know what, for me, this is such a new concept for me. Because I think in the Philippines, most of, and I feel like I talk about this every week, most of the podcasts that we know or like the culture of podcasting in the Philippines right now is mostly chat casts mm-hmm. or talk shows, right? And uh, it's a new concept for me, like audio documentaries, meaning like the normal documentaries that you watch on YouTube or on Netflix, basically just in audio form. So but it's not the same as making a visual documentary. You know, obviously with audio documentaries, you have to paint the picture with sound. So that's actually the kind of career and industry that I want to go in here in the UK. And I think that she she's just it's just. I think they think on a different level when, you know, you're in a professional setting, mm-hmm. you make documentaries. Because I feel like when you make documentaries, you, you have to 
think about like every aspect, eh, de ba? Yeah. Na parang all the connections and like the storyline. And my brain, my brain is not on that level. My brain is more of like singular. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yung parang face value, <laughs> right. linear. What you see is what you get, kind of thing. But I feel like when you do want to make a documentary, you kind of have to think about different aspects of it. So anyway, yesterday she was uh obviously like in a mentorship uh internship program um you have to uh chime in on what they're working on so she was actually working on this podcast series talking about Icelandic the history of Icelandic classical music so (laughs) that's the type of thing that I was researching yesterday and I feel like it also works for me because you know, I'm a curious person and I like getting to know all of these things, these facts and figures. And um, she was actually really nice because she told me that it doesn't need to be that serious. Just look up on Google and everything like that. But obviously, because this is a company that I want to work for, I wanted to step up. So I um, I looked up Icelandic musicians on TikTok and I found this one person called uh, her name is Ea, E.A. And uh, she's studying classical music in Iceland. So I contacted her Instagram. <laughs> like I messaged her on Instagram asking if she has like books or research papers or whatever that she can she can get me mm-hmm. to have more information about Icelandic classical music. Wow. And it's just for me, it's kind of like a treasure hunt. That's my thinking right now. Like treasure that. You're like connecting points to the main point. Right? Yeah. I literally have no idea about Icelandic whatever, really. I've never yeah. been there. I've never breathed their air. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just, I think it was just like re- a really fun first day. She also made me do like other tasks as well. So that was, I feel like that was a win for me. The past few days, actually, I've just been riding my bike lately with Ryan. So um, he's been doing a lot of tweaks on my bike as well. So I have fenders now on my bike. What is a fender? Which is, it's it's like this parang covering din sa, sa gulong. It's uh, like the cover. Mudflaps ba yun? Iba yun? I think it's in the same area. Okay. Yeah, it's in the same. Parang ganun yung itsura Same niya. family of so, uh, bike same parts. Same family of okay. bike parts. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I honestly have no idea when he's like, can you hand me the, the valve? And I'm like, huh, <laughs> what is it? Is it like an arm? <laughs> you can't just be, you know, saying bike parts to me. I don't know what that is. Mm. <laughs> anyway, um, so we've been riding our bike everywhere. Um, actually, I posted also a bunch on our YouTube shorts. We had a picnic that was really fun. Um, did I tell you about the picnic? I don't. Yeah, I did. So. Right. Uh, okay. You're talking about the one near the bike, the bike race. Was that the one? No, 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 no. Okay, it's okay. a different one. Tell so, uh, Ryan's coworkers they arranged this picnic at this park nearby. So we rode our bikes there. Actually, if you ride the bus, it's just like malapit lang. But if you ride your bikes, it's like thirty minutes. <laughs> you know, you know that kind of distance. Na yeah, parang yeah. if you're if you walk there, you know, malayu siya and stuff like that. So anyway. Yeah. Um, we rode our bikes there. It's called Runny Mead Pleasure Ground. And if you guys see it, it's such a nice, like, if you look it up, it's such a nice, um, park. They have like bouncy houses. They have like ducks there and goose or whatever and birds you. <laughs> but I know 
<laughs> but you know what? I discovered my the future life that I want. I want a house near the river. I feel like it's so cool because what I saw is they have a house um like at the riverside. Tapos they have like this patio na parang open siya na pwede mo buksan into the house. They have your coffee it'll open in the up morning. into the Yeah. And then they also have like a small boat. Obviously, it's a lifestyle that you need a lot of money for. Mm, but <laughs> parang to actually have a house and a boat to maintain, uh, you need some coins. You need okay. some Mag's Creative coin. CEO. I know, of Mag's I know. Creative. But <laughs> no, but it was just like really nice. If you guys look it up, um, they have houses lined up near the river, and it's just parang very yaya man yung vibes. Very mm-hmm. like, um, what's that? Um, what's that? Bridgerton? Parang place in the states, oh. <laughs> malapit sa New York, na parang uh, pinupuntahan ng mga mayayaman nila Kim K. Ganon. Ha- the Hamptons. Hamptons. It's kind of like that. Yeah. Got kind it. of. Kind of. Okay. Anyway. Yeah. So anyway, we had that picnic. We just rode our bikes. And then what else? I've been ordering a lot of coffee online. I got coffee from Kiss the Hippo. And I feel like these coffee like places that I'm ordering from, you can also order from the Philippines because they have like international shipping. Mm. So if you check it out, Kiss the Hippo is really nice. Um and then I did watch a couple of movies you this did, week. You did, really? I did because it's a pleasant I've been obsessed. surprised when you do that. I know. I've been obsessed with, you know, like the cycling world and like Peloton's how it works Tour de France and everything. And I watched Icarus. So Icarus is a movie about this Russian whistleblower about Russian athletics and their doping scheme. Mm. So basically, um, the whistleblower is the head of the anti-doping laboratory in Russia. Obviously, because he's the head of the whole thing, he knows how to cheat the system. Mm. And in Russia, basically, he said, in this documentary, he said that, yes, they did have like a state-sponsored doping system with a uh, Russian athletes. And if you remember, um, in the Sochi Olympics in 2008, I believe, um, they had like 13 gold medals or like 17 gold medals, which is something that's in unheard cycling? of in cycling. In no, in all of oh, the overall, okay, Olympics overall. Okay. So it's actually directed by Brian Fogel and sh- he actually, uh, went through the doping scheme to, you know, to check if it really works and stuff like that. Um, so that was really interesting. It kind of made me curious as well. Na parang, I wonder if you, I wonder what it feels like. Obviously, these are drugs that are probably steroids, not <laughs> steroids and everything like steroids and everything, not mm-hmm. just like testosterone. Yeah, right. Um, I'm just wondering what, how it would affect my body. I feel like, alam mo yung feeling ko wala kang downtime. Yung pagkagising mo sa umaga, you're like awake. Mm. You're awake and you're good to go. And every day when you're training, there's no downtime. You won't feel sore muscles. Your bones would be in perfect condition. Yung parang, I just want to see my body 100%. Even if I'm not going to compete, I kind of want to... I get it. I get <laughs> it. Parang, alam mo yun, yung parang wala kang... Basically, you're peak human ka, form because of, of like... Peak human form. You're peak human form feel... on top of... Because usually the athletes take this, right? They're already in great shape, but they want to kind of break past that, uh, yeah. like plateau. Because you know, mm. every person has a plateau and these drugs are the ones that kind of 
make them give them that extra like boost that you can't, you know, if you want to lift an extra pound or, yeah. or whatever, like and, these are the ones that help. And it's not just the plateau, it's the downtime. Na parang when you train today really hard, obviously the the home, my main thinking would be the next day I wouldn't be able to move. Mm. But for these athletes, they're on it every single day. Yeah. I feel sore today. I don't want to move. Right. But obviously these are illegal drugs. <laughs> I kind of want to do it, but I'm afraid my uh, my pee pee will get smaller. That's usually that what they say, right? Usually, <laughs> bag and that's what they say. I know. For, at least I for know, t- for know. performance enhancing drugs in like for males, at for, least that's that's always what who, I hear. Yeah, I mean, for people who want to win a gold medal, that that's probably like a worth it, an huh? exchange that they're <laughs> <laughs> worth it. <laughs> they they're okay with probably. Yeah. I don't know, um, but yeah. So it's an interesting movie about this whole doping scheme that was actually um kind of like created by supposedly the anti-doping um agency in mm. Russia but because they know how to parang nagets ko na parang because they know how to cheat the system they did right i get it makes <laughs> and sense. i think that the yeah and i think the biggest issue here is it was state sponsored which means ang klinga is um, may go ahead meet Putin or something. Parang oh, ganun. Well, I mean, I'm yeah. not surprised, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm not surprised. Bro, wanna, I'm scared to. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared to say his name because like, I feel like they're Vol- listening. <laughs> Voldemort. It's like Voldemort. <laughs> Vladdy. Just call him like Vladdy. All listening. Our good pa- friend Vladdy. Vladdy. Okay. Yeah, Vladdy. <laughs> so anyway, at the end of it, actually, he went and I, this is an old movie. It was released in the Sundance Film Festival in 2006. 17 i believe mm-hmm. um but yeah at the end of the movie he went into hiding so para siyang witness protection program and up until now he's still in hiding damn and he hasn't seen his um family, family. in oh. years and it was actually such a clever thing because when he was in hiding the russian government took the passports of the family members yeah. but they gave it back hoping na pupuntahan nila si yung whistleblower so right. that they can follow them to the whistleblower but I don't think they ever did it. Damn. So anyway, that's a good film. And then the other film that I watched was Law Abiding Citizen. And if this is another old movie, 2009. I, love that movie. I know. So Jamie Foxx, Jared Butler, you know, um, all of those people. But uh, if you do like, like tr- crime, true crime, revenge, it'll scratch your brain in a good way. <laughs> I have to ask you though, because with the, there's so many people on Reddit who are like, they were on Gerard Butler's side. And for some reason, mm, I mm, kind of mm. agree. I kind of agree. For some, I for mean, some, I think I, that's the point of the whole movie. Right. right? And people just did not like the ending. And, and supposedly, Jamie Foxx actually requested to change the ending where he becomes the, you know, like he saves the day and whatnot. He was, Gerard right. Butler was supposedly supposed to win. Like he was supposed to mm. like get away with it all. So, uh, did you, would you have preferred that if Gerard Butler like didn't like, you know, spoiler, if he didn't die? <laughs> At the end. Actually, I would have liked it more, to be honest, if Gerard Butler kind of like won. But I don't think, here's the thing. I don't think he'll be able to actually win. Because what would he do? He would have to change his everything. Yeah. And he would have to go to another country. He can't live his life here and stuff like that. He would have to go in hiding. But I don't know. Um, When he did die, (laughs) I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, man. Man. Parang sayang. Because I felt for him because he, he, he lost his, it was his wife and kids. I haven't watched it in a while, but it's wife yeah, and kids, right? Wife and kids. Like, so you yeah. really. And not just that. like in a normal way. It's mm. like violently. Yeah. But yeah, it was actually, 
um, the revenge scene was very gruesome. So if you're not into that, you might want to <laughs> skip it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there were a lot of things there that I had a lot of questions to, um, for. Yung part na bigla siyang naging spy, ano ba siya? Parang spy siya, di ba? Or like some, some CIA type of person. Yeah, I forgot like diba? what his backstory was. But, uh... Kasi parang for me, ang bilis ng turning na bigla pala siyang CIA person mm-hmm. or like some spy or whatever. And I'm like, yeah. hmm, okay. But still, it's a good movie. For me, I would rate it probably like 7 out of 10 or 8 out of 10 there probably. Um, which is the same as in IMDb, so <laughs> I know. Um, so I think that's it. That's it, man. Ben, oh, before we Thanks. actually, since you talked about, uh, we talked a little bit about uh, coffee and your coffee beans. I forgot to mention, uh, real quick. Uh, I went to the coffee expo also and the Philippine Book Ooh, Festival. Yeah, SMX. I, I completely slipped my mind. The book book festival is cool because it really high. It wasn't like a big bad wolf, or it wasn't really like a book sale per se. There were books for sale, right. but it was meant to highlight like Filipino authors and artists. There was a lot of graphic novels and stuff and comics made by Filipinos. It was a really cool event, and it was free entrance. So if they ever mm-hmm. do it again, I would highly recommend going there. I got I bought some artwork from this guy named Marius something. Marius Black, I think, is M A R I U S B L A C K. Go check out his work. It was really nice. Um, and now I'm an art, I'm an art guy, Rika G, you know, I, I've been buying wow. art when I Look go to these you. things, right? Uh, the other thing, the coffee thing, the only thing I want to say, cause I went to a, a coffee expo in 2018. I remember that. Mm. I'm not sure if it's the same organizers. Uh, for someone like you who loves coffee, who understands mm. coffee, it was a 300 peso entrance. Uh, I think you would have enjoyed it. My, I, I, I don't really want to call it a complaint, but for someone who's, uh, I would say a coffee virgin or just doesn't really understand coffee that much, it was kind of difficult to kind of get into. Uh, as for, for yeah. someone who's not a coffee guy or a coffee person that knows all the beans and whatever, I don't know what you call it, strain, not strain, right? Beans, I guess. Is it strain? <laughs> Strains ba? Hindi ba? Sakit. Parang sakit. Mga, ano, yung mga origins and all that stuff. Yeah. If you go in there and not knowing much about coffee or not knowing any coffee people who are working there, mm-hmm. it's not, I, I was, I, I wish that they would make it more beginner friendly for people. Like they give right. out samples and stuff, but at some points when you're going to places, you're like wondering, are they giving out samples? Like, cause I felt shy to ask, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, cause yeah, I don't know. I don't want to be that guy, but. It, it just felt like if you didn't know anything about coffee, if you weren't specifically in the market for, uh, you know, like a, fr- a French press or whatever, just going in there, it's it's tough. And it, right. they need to, I think whoever's in charge of it has to kind of. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer and try Peloton risk-free with Peloton Rentals at onepeloton.com slash bike slash rentals. 
gravitate towards the more casual crowd mm-hmm. for it to become more of a bigger deal or whatever. Actually, here's the thing. So last year I went to this coffee expo, which mm. was also in the same, I think it's in the same venue. SMX, yeah. So I was in, um, I went with Abby, which is the owner of 1C Coffee. And mm-hmm. to be fair, mas madaming, mas malaking knowledge base niya. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I was in there as just a person who appreciates coffee. I probably know a little bit about coffee, but I kind of do agree there is some sort of like wall that you have to push through mm. for you to kind of appreciate the whole thing because I mean, fortunately for me, I had friends who worked in the coffee industry and they were there. They were handling the booth and everything. But I kind of do agree that, you know, can you ask Can you ask for coffee? Can you ask them to do this and that? But I do want to say that, yes, in this, um, you know, coffee expos and everything, you can actually just ask for coffee. They will be happy to serve you free coffee. Yeah. <laughs> it's just I know I know nakakaya but honestly when I was there I you would just like approach the barista and if probably if you're not in the in that whole scene or the the barista scene or the coffee scene you wouldn't know that these are actually like professionals they yeah. won competitions worldwide mm-hmm. yun so actually for me I would just recommend that people would just ask hey can I try your coffee because honestly I think the most of the people there when they're happy to brew you coffee it's because they're also selling the machine and they want to show people that this machine is something worth buying so obviously you won't be able to show that if you don't brew coffee so people are happy to brew you coffee and honestly that's like if you do want to get into that scene or if you just want to have free coffee i think it's you know it's fair to say uh, man i came there for samples yeah, for samples. Samples are sample. They would be happy to brew you coffee. You just have to like ask them. Siguro, there's also kind of like this divide na parang the baristas there as well kind of like need to step up probably na parang, hey, do you, you know, approaching the mm-hmm. customer slash the attendees yes. uh, instead of the other way around. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, that's an individual personal thing, I, I think. I get that. I get that. Yeah, I think that would be, that's the thing that I <laughs> but, was looking yeah. for, you know, like uh, saying like, hey, uh, do you want to try this? This is from blank you know this is from the mountains of whatever yeah. mm-hmm. it has this taste uh you know something even if it's not super like di- this detailed like you know if mm-hmm. you like strong you know aromatic uh, ground groundy coffee i don't know what the terms you use are right but that would have been like really helpful for a, a noob like me i think so too I think so too. It would be really helpful if they were the first ones to approach people who are attending, you know, the, the whole expo. But I must tell you that if you just ask them, they would be they super extremely happy. And you can, and actually it's exciting, especially if you, if you're interested in buying a coffee machine, that's the place where you can try brewing yourself. Like you can try brewing in an espresso machine worth 1 million pesos. Ganon. Damn. And they would be happy to just be like, Sure, go ahead. Tuturuan ka pa nila. And I, for me, I think it's exciting because, you know, I see all these equipment na mahal. I can never, ever try. But when I was there last year, I got to try that 1 million peso mm-hmm. um, uh, machine. coffee machine. And I was like, wow, <laughs> they're just letting people touch it. You nice. know, I want <laughs> yeah. So uh, I think that's great. Yeah. Uh, I miss the coffee scene in the Philippines because honestly, it's, it's booming. It's booming. It like every single year, Especially, I think this year, sobrang daming coffee shops that kind of popped up. And not yeah. just coffee shops, like casual coffee shops, like specialty coffee. Oh, 
there so we go. So I think that's great. From yeah. the Rika G herself. Uh, so yeah, shall we <laughs> wapow to our first ET? Wapow. All right, so we're talking about Bea Alonzo now. Uh, you might know her. She's a famous Filipina actress, and she is going to be starring in a movie called, not 1521, 1521. Uh, <laughs> the, so, year. Uh, the year. The <laughs> year. Uh, so the trailer, uh, according to uh, Inquirer, uh, Inquirer.net, the highly anticipated trailer for Bay Alonzo's upcoming movie, 1521, has been unveiled, but has now garnered, uh, and the quote is, more criticism than praise. The reason being, Rika G, is because mm-hmm. of uh, the fans here, uh, mostly, not, maybe not just here, but mostly Filipino fans expressing their disappointment in the uh, historical inaccuracies that were okay. shown in the, the in the trailer. Did you watch the trailer? I did. I did. I don't know anything it, about that era, though, so I, I wasn't mad or yeah. anything. I just so watched the trailer. Basically, the story is a Filipina who falls in love with the Spaniard, with a Spaniard. So mm. that's, that's the whole story, and I think that's what they're focusing on. Uh-huh. But when I watched the trailer, it seemed like parang, yung parang it doesn't take you into that year. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're just still watching Bea Alonso, you know? I get Yung it. Parang hindi ka na, hindi ka na transport to the year 1521. That's just what I got from the trailer. Yeah. So we don't know, you know, what the effect would be with the whole movie. But yeah, continue. Yeah. So basically, they, the people found, uh, from the costumes to the armor to the language, uh, that's what it says here in the article. That they, they were not really reflective of the time. And maybe that's the reason why, Rika G, that you didn't feel transported to the time. For me, yeah, maybe. knowing that Danny Trejo, a.k.a. Machete, oh, yeah. is playing uh-huh. Magellan. So that for, me, actually... <laughs> that for me is the one that goes like, oh, okay, cool. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but you know what? When I did see him on the trailer, I was like, oh, that's pretty exciting. Yeah. You know? I mean, Bay Alonso <laughs> because... with Machete? I mean, come on. I'll watch it. <laughs> I'll watch it, man. Come on now. Actually, it was pretty exciting to see him on, you know, on the trailer. But yeah, so actually it was made by um Francis Laraho and Michael Copon. If you don't know Mal- Michael Copon, I actually um looked him up and he was in yeah, and I remember him. He was in Bring It On. Yes. The, move, the, the cheerleading movie. He was in One Tree Hill too. He was the hot yeah. Asian American. Oh yeah, movie. he was. Yeah. <laughs> And he was a Power Ranger, um, I think. He was one, I think I he think played so. a Power Ranger. Yeah, I yeah. think so. So they were actually asked about, you know, the what the story or what the movie is all about and uh, brought up the historical inaccuracies. And um, Francis Larajo did say, from according to this article, he did say that um, they wanted to focus on the love story. So it's hmm. more of a love story than making a historical movie. Which I don't know if, like, parang for me, like, if people can accept that kind of explanation that they're, they're, parang pinaghiwalay nila yung love story sa historical accuracy, meaning that they can actually become super inaccurate because they're focusing on the love so story, the love story itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so parang they kind of uh, related it to Pocahontas and Romeo and Juliet. This is from Lara Ho. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you I think get, about that. I, I yeah. I, I get it. Like, if that's the focus, because another thing that they also said was like, why are, a lot of comments are saying, why are they speaking English and whatnot? Mm. Uh, but the thing is, for example, for Pocahontas, the, at least the animated movie, it was mostly a love story, right? With, with John Smith and whatnot. But I think for someone who doesn't know anything about, you know, 
like the the history of Native Americans and whatever, mm-hmm. at least they got the I don't know, but it seems like the costumes seemed like they were of the time. The John Smith and his crew, right? They were wearing like armor that was probably worn mm-hmm. at the time by the by the British. And for me, the English isn't the main thing. It's the rest of it. Right. That I think right. that's what people are more pressed about. But I understand why some people are like, why didn't they just do it in Filipino and Spanish? Right. But, but my guess is as for a uh, from a business perspective, it would sell more if it was in English. Mm. Right. Because more, more people would more people would probably it. watch it yeah. as much as, you know, I don't think that should be the case all the time. A lot of people didn't watch Parasite, for example, because they don't want to read mm. subtitles. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's why there's make they're making an American remake of Parasite. I read somewhere. I don't know if it's still going, but English movies sell more. So the English for me is not really the issue. Mm -hmm. It's more of the rest of it. And I get why there is some backlash behind it. How about you, though? Do you think that uh, English should be a deterrent to people uh, in a I mean, if it's just focusing on love story, would 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 it be a problem if it was in English and and they got everything else right? I kind of agree with you. I kind of agree with you that, yeah, it would sell more if it was in English. You know, people would kind of like be open even just to like try watching it because it's in English. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because there would all there would already be kind of like a, a hurdle yeah. when it's made in another language that not a lot of people understand. Mm-hmm. And but for me, I think I kind of get the issue of the people raising, you know, these these concerns. Because parang siguro nasasayangan sila quote unquote that you know this is a U.S. Uh, movie, and you know there are these the, these uh, celebrities who are in it. Na parang sayang you could have you could have made it accurate. You could have like stepped up the the you know the production and everything to mm-hmm. show. The, is made of you know what we can do and the talent here and and blah 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 and i i kind of get that whole side of raising that issue na parang sayang lang na, yeah because bea alonso is a fantastic actress so that. in a sense if they made her do it in filipino and they really she was able to portray it mm. uh just as well as i mean just you know to really portray her talent because she's a talented actress uh, yeah. Maybe it would have highlighted Bea as an actress to an international audience even more mm-hmm. so than mm-hmm. if she was doing it in English. I'm sure she'll do great in English as well. I, I don't, I wouldn't doubt her acting skills, but I think, I think that it rides along your train of thought. Nah, we're not really showcasing what we, what she can really do. I, I don't know. I mean, I know she can speak, speak great English, but I don't know any really iconic lines and, from her in English, <laughs> you know, except for the actually, yeah. It was mostly yeah, yeah. Online, so one it's, more chance. Yeah, like one more chance and everything. But actually, mm. I don't think it's like for me, it's not that because I want them to see what B. Alonso can do. It's more of like the culture ah, yeah, and our too. history. I get that. We could have shown like the actual history of the Philippines. And when we were, you know, we were colonized for 330 years. That's a rich cultural history. And mm-hmm. um, that we could have shown. And I think that's what people would want to see. Yes. Especially in a movie that's uh, supposedly a historical movie. Um, but yeah. The, at first, actually, the kind of backlash I saw was towards Bea Alonso saying that, girl, like, why did you um, accept this movie? You don't mm. look Filipina and stuff like that. Na parang, why did you hire a half British actress and, you know, shit like that? And I was right. like, lang ako towards the hate um, on Bea Alonso. And I'm like, I feel like the the hate was towards the wrong person initially. <laughs> right. <laughs> na parang, yeah, you can call out people, but I feel like 
it's not Bea Alonso that you should be calling out. It's the people who are making these production decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, that next time consider other, you know, other actresses who would fit the part and the look to make it more accurate. But I kind of get it also because, you know, Bea Alonso is such a big name. And the one of the reasons why we're talking about it now, it's because it's Bea Alonso. Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That it would um it would garner like a lot of talk. Yes. Uh, and publicity as mm. well. So I kind of get it. But for me, I don't think Bea Alonso deserves to, you know, to actually be called out. Why did you get project? Because <sighs> honestly, for me, if I were given this kind of project, or whatever, it would be put in front of me and, you know, like working with these celebrities and pro- there's money probably. You're like, do you want to No. Do project want to And so, yeah, initially I thought the the issues or the the blame was placed on the wrong people because obviously the person that you should be calling out is like the producers pretty you know, much. People who yeah, people who make movies like this. Na parang, yeah. you know, we're asking for more. We have so much talent and mm-hmm. um that we can actually showcase our culture, the real thing that happened here in the Philippines. Yeah. Um so yeah, I kind of that's just my take on it. Honestly. I get it. But, I get it. Yeah. 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 All right. So, uh, yeah, if you have any thoughts on that, let your fans let us know. If you've watched the trailer, if you haven't yet, go watch it and then share your thoughts. Because some people will probably share your thoughts without watching it. <laughs> that happens a I lot know. online. Uh, somebody uh, somebody raised the issue of color grading. And I'm right. not an expert when it comes to color grading or, you know, making movies and everything. But yeah, there's really something... It looks like amateur. Maybe l- lacking. Oh, oh, parang ganun eh. Yeah. Um, but obviously, I'm not saying that it's such a bad movie. Kasi wala pa naman eh. We haven't mm. really seen the whole movie. It's just the trailer. And maybe, maybe they did something. I don't know. Yeah, maybe they have, maybe they have chance. Maybe they have a chance to, you know, to fix some stuff. I mean, yeah, you know, usually probably. trailers come out and sometimes, like, for example, Sonic the Hedgehog, when the first trailer came out, I know it's a weird jump, right? But Sonic the Hedgehog, the design of Sonic... <laughs> Everyone hated on it, and then they fixed it, and then everybody loved it. So oh, they okay. might, yeah, they might have time to maybe do some reshoots, maybe yeah. change the costumes, fix the color grading, and whatnot. So in a sense, at least there was some constructive feedback uh, outside of the mm-hmm. Bea Alonzo uh, hate, and I guess the targeting of uh, you know things that were not really supposed mm-hmm. to be targeted. Mm-hmm. The things that were targeted that were maybe you know valid, they have a chance. The producers and whoever the the production company yeah. behind it has a chance. Uh, so yeah, shall we wapow to our next TT? Wapow. Uh, speaking of, uh, you know, like Filipino pride representing the Filipino, it's a great, it's a great segue to this one TikTok, uh, like, I guess trend or not trend, uh, issue that arose when a Filipino TikToker named Sloin, S-L-E-O-I-N, I think he pronounces it Sloin. He, uh, stitched a video with a Filipino American girl who was, um, talking about her graduation stole or slash that was Filipino themed. And so the, the original video was of the Filipino American girl. She was saying that she wore this to a graduation and then her one of her relatives messaged her and said oh you're wearing the stool wrong meaning like the red mm. and the blue diba minsan baliktad and that can yeah, you can issue. it needs mm-hmm. the blue needs to be on top all right. the time unless you're in war i think yeah yeah, yeah. and At then war. uh so this filipino guy si Sloin, uh replied to that video saying the correct way to re- wear a stool is to not wear it at all because it's against right. the okay. law 
And then mm. he went on a, uh, I would say like a mini rant saying like these Phil Ams, yeah, I mean, not really verbatim, but it, it gets the point across is these four, he called the Phil Ams foreigners, which I think was a uh, mm. first, his first mistake. These foreigners, uh, they don't even take the time to research the law in their home country. And then they're going to justify it by saying that they're wearing this stole to connect with their roots and whatnot. And he kind of just went on this, you know, uh, this rant about why Filipinos shouldn't Phil Ams or just Filipinos in general, but he was targeting Phil Ams mm. in this case, mm. should not wear any sort of Filipino uh, sash at all during graduations. And then a lot of Phil Ams, of course, were, you know, they were pressed by this. And there were a lot of mm. reply tweets, a lot of reply switches to him, to stitches to him, uh, saying that, you know, a lot of the time there's no ill intention behind it. Uh, yeah. Right. And, you know, mm. for some, for me, I'm a Phil Am, right? I'm a Phil Am. Um, if I had a graduation, like for me, I just wanted to get out of my graduation. I didn't really give a fuck. Right. <laughs> but it, for, there are a lot of Filipinos who I remember during my graduation, not even just, even in high school, that wore Filipino themed stuff because they were proud to show that they were Filipino. Whether it was for themselves or maybe for their parents who maybe worked hard to put them through school, uh, maybe they wanted to show love to their parents. But for me, never would I have questioned, like, never would have I said, like, I wonder if this is illegal. That's just my mindset. Mm. I know that maybe you should w do these research, you know, do research on these kinds of things. But as someone who is a Phil M, I doubt that any of these Phil M's who wore these Filipino stoles had any intention of breaking the law. Right. I right. think they genuinely wanted to show Pinoy pride, uh, whatever it may be. Some people I get sometimes like some people, some Philip Phil Ams, they 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 say, hey, I'm Filipino, but they don't do anything to to like mm -hmm. reconnect with their roots. I understand that side of the argument, but to hold it against them that they didn't do their research for looking at into the flag, I think is a little bit extreme because I would have never I would have never done that if I was going to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. And I would have never had any ill intention towards it, right? Um, so for, let's talk about that real quick. Do you, did you do you think they, that Phil Am should do their research into Philippine law regarding the Philippine flag because they're going to wear something inspired by the Filipino flag? No, I I don't think that there can be like a generalization. Na parang oh, all Phil Am should do this and uh, so that they don't get in trouble or whatever. It's just that I think the the problem here is that idea na that excuse na hindi namin alam you know we mm. didn't know you know i think isn't there a saying na parang ignorance is not an excuse for the law or anything right but then again if you think about it it's you know under the philippine constitution yes it is illegal here in the philippines yes um so what is the implication if you if you do it in another country obviously if you do it in another country it's not illegal there yeah but there is that idea na parang the law is different from morality na tama ba yung ginawa mo even if it's not illegal yes you know what i mean i understand so that. i think it's it's something that you know people who want who truly want to be proud of the roots mm -hmm. to actually even respect that because in the country that you're actually representing and that you're actually proud of it is illegal mm -hmm. so if you think about it if you're proud of that country you wouldn't break that law right right for me, i get for that me. and i think that the excuse na hindi ko alam will never be a good excuse but i'm thinking that on both sides the person who made that stitch that tiktok informing mm -hmm. them that you know what you did was actually illegal not good or you know it's frowned upon here um 
parang both sides are parang discrediting each other na mm. may makalang tapos ikaw mali ka. Instead of kind of uplifting, you know, that knowledge na this is what's right here in the Philippines, yeah. you know, it's actually illegal. Na mm-hmm. Instead of this being a conversation, para siyang nagiging divide between Filipinos who live in the Philippines and Philams who live in another country. I agree. He posted yes, a mo, video. Na parang, na parang nagiging divide siya. You yeah. know, instead of us uniting na, ah, oh, nga, no. You know, it's, it's, it's illegal in the Philippines. I didn't know, but right. now I know. Yeah, yeah. Right? He posted a video after, he deleted the original video because I guess of the hate and the backlash. Mm-hmm. But he did post a video mm-hmm. saying that he had no intention of it becoming a mudslinging thing. He wanted right. to make it like, you know, a discussion. But the way, and I get like, the way he did it was very aggressive. You know what I mean? Like he was calling okay. Philams foreigners as if he saw Philams as less of Filipino. And mm, I think that's yes. what really got the Philams yeah. uh, upset. Had he been mm. more, like you said, just very open to it and just maybe informing a more informative video. I don't think that it, the Philams would be as defensive because the Philams that are now defending the position, they, they don't really, they, they're not really right in the sense of the, in terms of the law. You know what I mean? Like they're they're more pressing towards like we didn't know, but we had no ill intentions. Instead of mm-hmm. yung at, you're right or something like if he did it in a more uh, civil way, maybe uh, more of them would have been like, oh wow, we did not know that. Uh, we'll try to show our pride in another way, right? right? Instead, I of think I say the reason for wearing it. I think you know, for me, the issue is not how he made the video. Na parang it was parang medyo aggressive and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. When somebody did something wrong and then somebody calls them out, they become defensive. It kind of just makes the person who <laughs> Got did something out. wrong parang mas, mas naging halata na, ah, may mali kang ginawa because you're so defensive about it. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Kasi yeah. calling you out in an aggressive manner or not, it's you know, what you did was still not okay. Not okay, right. It doesn't make it okay. Okay. I get it. Kasi aggressive yung pag-call out sa'yo. Yeah. You know, and I think this isn't, this isn't just in this sense. In any mm. sense, di ba? Mm-hmm. Ako, when I'm personally called out about things that I, that I did that was wrong, maging defensive talaga ako. But yeah. it's because I did something wrong. Right, right. It's because mali yung ginawa ako, ako personally. Yeah. So, you know, it's something that people have to think about. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's something to ponder about. And that's why we talk about yeah. it on the podcast like this. So mm-hmm. I'm sure people listening right now, whether you're uh, Phil M or you're a Pinoy, uh, you know, person living here in the Philippines, you know, you come from different backgrounds. It, it just goes to show that there are things that we have to consider from the other side of the water. Or, or yeah, because I, I, I don't know what you experienced. You, as a Filipino who lived in the states, who who grew up there and mm-hmm. you know had schooling there, I don't know what type of mentality mm-hmm. that you have and your identity when it comes to being a Filipino. Yeah, I get it. Because I have no idea, you know, how you how you grew up there. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. but for me, this is. Ako, we I feel like when we talked about it initially on you know on Facebook Messenger, yeah. we had two different opinions. Um kind of like opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not saying that one person is like, you know, at 
fault na dapat ituro sa kanya kasi obviously she is not the only person who did that and i'm mm. i've seen a bunch of people do that already yeah. in the politicians years. have done it too by the way politicians uh, have done politicians it politicians have exactly. gone there and done it so i mean yeah uh, it's something to, to kind of have a discussion over instead of inga as rika said instead of making it a divide make it you know a uh, i guess a bridge right <laughs> very ted talk exactly. make it a bridge na make parang, it a bridge. i think it boils down to respecting the Philippine flag. That's there it. Go. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Any more thoughts on this, Rika G, before we wap out to our final TT? In fairness, for me, parang medyo napaisip din tuloy ako what I want to wear in my graduation. There we go. Here. <laughs> diba? Here. Diba? Kasi diba? honestly, ako ngayon, ang iniisip ko talaga is the Filipiniana. Not full-on Filipiniana. Alam mo yung parang, oh my gosh, I don't know what half, you call it. Yung parang half yung... style. Style. Oh, so yung parang yung taas lang. So I would wear yes. a dress underneath the uh, Filipiniana, pero yung pantaas lang. And I don't know if that's appropriate. And I don't think it's I don't think it's in the realm of cultural appropriation because it's my culture. I, mean, okay? I know exactly. Filipina <laughs> ako. Right. So I feel like you know I'm not. It's not a costume for me. It's something that I want to wear because right. I want to. You know, because I'm proud of who I am. I'm a Filipina. And I always say it whenever people ask me about my last name, where I'm from. You know, and I always say, meron akong spiel na, you know, the reason why I have, you know, a, a Spanish last name is because we were colonized right. for 330 <laughs> years. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like my spiel na ako. But um, I've kind of decided, na medyo napaisip ako na I do want to wave the Philippine flag, but I'm... I think it would be like the actual flag I on like you win a wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, you know, for photos and for the official photo and to be on stage with the Philippine flag, I think that's grabe, that's a, such an amazing thing to wave yeah. and to be to be, you know, like uh, wearing, mm-hmm. um to be holding especially on stage and honestly, I think I can say that in my master's course, I'm the only Filipina in this course. There we go. Bang. I think yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would want to say that. <laughs> there you go, man. So I kind of get why, you know, these graduates are so proud. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But maybe next time, pagisipan natin, you know, how to wear it. <laughs> Perfect. There we go, man. There we go. I know the question you get asked. Now, you speak such good English. <laughs> oh, all the time. No, not just such good English. They say, you speak American English. American English. English. And then, go. yeah, they always say, you speak American English. Because yeah. I say 20. Mm. I say 20 and they're like, what's 20? And I'm like, 20. 20. <laughs> so go. I then I have to say that, yeah, we were colonized 330 years, but, you know, the Americans went to the country, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we have Netflix, so, you know, we have Netflix too, right? We watch Friends. <laughs> we have Starbucks, right? you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, okay, shall we wapow to our final TT? Wapow. All right. Okay. So, you want to talk about this? I mean, no, you go ahead. Okay. Go ahead. Let's just fill in uh, just so that we can discuss it. So there was a tweet uh, on, uh, well, on Twitter, obviously, I keep saying that. There was a tweet that went viral from an account called Advertising AEs. AE standing for, I'm guessing, mm-hmm. account executives. Uh, yeah. The tweet goes, Kung makademand ang mga Gen Z ng mataas ng sweldo, kala mo naman, kailangan na kailangan talaga nila yung tipong kailangan mambuhay ng pamilya. Most of them, mm-hmm. not all, just want a high pay so they can go to BGC or Pobla every weekend or LU. Para maka-project, project. project. Like it's a sin. Like it's a sin. <laughs> a lot of Mali people on. sure felt very attacked by that. Kaireta ang mga Gen Z ang aarte. I hope you can hear your entitled self loudly. Why would a company invest so much salary, and they gave the salary 30 to 60K, as you claim, 
to someone who has zero work experience. This is a reply to a tweet who's saying that I don't know why people are shitting on Gen Z for demanding at least 30K of starting salary. So that's the tweet that, you know, that got things started. And then there's a Facebook post now reposted Mm. by, he reposted this tweet, screenshots of this tweet from a Facebook user named Jake Abella, who says, I'm starting to find a lot of Gen Z's insufferable. And then I'm not going to read the whole post, but basically Mm. he goes down this rant saying, when I first started, and he says, he says this as a millennial, by the way, Uh, not speaking for all millennials. I'm just saying, he's saying this, I'm saying this as a millennial, my first job only netted me this amount and I had to pay rent. I had to take care of my parents, blah, blah, blah. If you go down the whole thing, he's basically saying, so I took a low salary uh, and I didn't complain. That's mm-hmm. kind of what the gist right. is. And he's tired and of all these from, young kids. From his, I'm sorry to cut you off, but from this post, I've kind of, my sense was the whole general tone of this was ako naghirap ako pinaghirapan ko to nag you know nahirapan ako na ito lang yung salary ko mm-hmm. but i had the family and i had you know bills to pay and everything basically he did say that parang a whole decade was lost to personal sacrifice yes that's what he said in the post yeah he yeah. even said he feels resentful and envious mm-hmm. of gen z's who never had to struggle as he did that's that's what the post is saying. Like, I am mad that I had to work so hard with this low salary. And I'm mad that some people are trying to, I guess what he's saying, he's implying that Gen Z's are trying to find an easier way out. Mm. Something like that. That's what that's the what I'm but gathering. But isn't that the point of life? Exactly. That's the point no, of isn't life. Isn't that man. the point of life? <laughs> right? The point of life is not for you to suffer. And I get it. I'm not discrediting all his, you know, all of his, you know, sacrifices struggles, yeah. and that struggles, and everything. But but for you to say that dapat kayo din mahirapan, mm. I don't I don't think that's a good culture, to be honest. And I'm just saying it right now. And I'm, I don't want to offend people. Hopefully, you're not offended <laughs> by this. But I'm afraid of the advertising industry. I am so scared of like... Why? Why? I'm afraid of like... Kunwari lang mapunta ako sa advertising industry or whatever. I, I feel like I won't be able to survive with the people who are there. Like, I've already read a lot of like toxic stories, culture, and everything about like the advertising industry. If you work, we in have that friends. Industry. We have friends that work in the advertising industry. We do industry. have friends who work there and we do kind of have like an idea of the deadlines and everything. Actually, my sister was in the advertising uh, industry at you know, the early stages of her career and had to like bail out literally because yeah. it's just too much. And ako, personally, I'm right. <laughs> feeling ko ano lang ako, weak. Lang. <laughs> weak shit. No, no. Weak shit. <laughs> no, but um, yeah, I think there is a big problem dun sa story nga. And I'm thinking that, yes, this is your personal story, but I don't think it's just, I don't think it's right for you to say na Dapat kayo din, mahirapan, kasi I went through this. Yeah. You know uh, what I mean? And uh, one of the talking points was, especially from the tweet, the original tweet saying, why would you mm. demand something for having zero work experience? The thing is, mm. and, and that always goes to my complaint about job hunting when I first jo- started job hunting is, mm. you know, some some jobs say must have previous experience. So you're like, mm-hmm. how can I get a job if I can't get a job? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if I've never had a job, how can I get a job? But the thing is, nowadays, or I mean, even before, I would say, experience doesn't necessarily mean having to have been paid to do something. It means like you yeah. did an internship, maybe you took a course online, maybe you make you have a bomb ass portfolio. If you're an artist, for example, mm-hmm. 
that that you didn't that you made by yourself but you didn't get paid for it that's experience you know yeah. and to demand 30 to 60k i'm a firm believer that you're always uh you can value yourself as much as you give right exactly. and if you truly feel that you're worth 30 60k as long as you have the you know the talent and the means to do it and and basically if you have the goods if you have the goods man mm. there's mm-hmm. nothing wrong in asking for that amount amount gen z or not right and I know I re- think that's it. That's yeah. it. What you said. No, there is nothing wrong with asking for, you know, that salary. No, not at all. Kahit pa sabihin natin may experience ka or wala. There is nothing wrong with that. I yeah. feel like mairita ka. Yeah. Okay, fine. You're entitled to your opinion. Mairita ka. But mm. it doesn't make it wrong. And there's also nothing wrong with right. wanting to go to BGC or Pobla every weekend. I just want to put that, I, even though I don't do it, right? Even though I don't do it. Exactly. I get it. I, you want to live a good life. You want to have fun. And it's called work life balance for a reason. Mm -hmm. And based on uh, this post, it's like you should only work because you need to struggle. You need to to struggle. I think, I think because of, and I think one of the things that contributed to this kind of thinking when it comes to Gen Z is, you know, the global thinking. We have the internet now and we mm. see it from other people who work in other industries. I feel like I'm kind of worth, you know, more. Yeah, I feel like I'm worth more, and I feel like what contributed to it is you know the age of internet, yeah, and social media and, and all that, social media and everything. 100%. Honestly, you know what? Can I just say? So, um, in our course, we were we weren't just taught like skills that we can have when we eventually go out in industry and as you know, um, apply for a job. We actually had this one class about what to look for a job because. You know, these companies aren't just looking for you. You are also looking for a company. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like they also had like one session where they sat us down and told us that you are worth something, which I feel like could be something that we do. Hopefully we do something like that in, you know, like college courses, master's course and everything. Mm -hmm. So I felt like it's something noteworthy so i i pulled up the the presentation that they gave us Mm -hmm. so these are three things that i wish i knew before when i was starting and they say that i'd only stay in a job long term for three reasons in the lecture first Mm -hmm. is the likelihood of pay rises Mm -hmm. second is the likelihood of promotions and third is the likelihood of further training so as much as the company is hiring you, you are also hiring them. If okay ba sila sa life mo? If do you have, you know, that potential of getting more pay in the future, promotion, and obviously like training for yourself, professional development for yourself. Na parang nung, um, when I went through this uh, whole lecture, na isip ko, shit, I wish I knew this when I was first job hunting. Kasi when I was job hunting before, and I'm not saying that the company that we worked for was a bad one. I'm just saying that I could have, um, I could have fought for myself more. Cause I am worth something. Yeah. I'm worth something. I have skills and everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not bad to ask for a pay rise. It's yeah. not bad to ask if, Ui, can I do this, you know, seminar in another country or whatever? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think those are three things that you kind of have to, um, prioritize when you're working for a company. Um, I think it's a good checklist to have as well. I agree. Uh, just to kind of give the full story, make sure that, you know, we get the whole side of this Facebook mm. post. Uh, he did put an edit uh, saying, since sumabogto, let me add that you can always demand for higher wages provided you have the credentials and meet the requirements. That's what I was talking about earlier, right? 
And talent and experience matter in salary negotiations. If mataas expectations mo, but you have none of the justifications other than inflation, mataas ang bilian or feelings of entitlement is not going to convince them. And so on that note, he did add what we were talking about. Like you, if you show <laughs> that you, you're worth it, then fine. Uh, but you know, the initial post was really what graded a lot of people. Had he Actually, worded pero, it better, I get it. Like he has valid al- points, you know. Mo, alam mo, for me, naisip ko lang na parang, even if, let's say you don't have the experience. For me, kasi, you know, it's an open, it's an open field, war zone to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Parang, even if you don't have the experience, but you feel like you are, you know, you just want to demand 30K of your starting salary. What are they going to do? Nah. They're just going to decline. Yeah, they just want to you. You didn't harm, you didn't harm anybody. You didn't step mm-hmm. on anybody's toes. Yeah. You just ask for more. Kumbaga, it's kind of like risking it. Yeah. You know? And the there, vibe, there will be somebody that will find, you know, you, I'm sure the, as long, if you apply a million times, there's going to be one client or somebody, a business mm-hmm, or anything, a mm-hmm. boss that will be like, you know what? Maybe you are worth this. Let's give you a shot. There's nothing wrong parang with feeling that. Ko lang, exactly. Parang feeling ko lang kasi it's such a toxic mindset for them to say na, in general, lahat ng makakita ng post na to, don't ask for a higher salary kasi True. mali yan. And mm-hmm. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. How are you? Parang... Alam mo ba ko ano yung buhay ko? Do you know what I can do? Yeah. To actually just say, kumbaga parang it, it's like going into a classroom full of kids saying that dapat hindi mo to ginagawa. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. ask for more money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's so weird for me na may ganun. Tapos parang i-discredit pa sila because ang gusto ng mga tao nowadays is to go to BGC and Pobla. What is... An LU. Right. And LU. Right. Nasama pa yung LU, yung layo-layo yeah, na nga layo. <laughs> They could have gone Tagaytay. They could have picked somewhere, you know, <laughs> somewhere else. Grabe. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess... Gusto mo lang uh, naman magpinakbit sa LU or something. <laughs> but yeah, it's just so weird to me na, na parang, why are people saying that it's bad to ask for more money? You're not, you're not hurting other people when you do that I feel yeah. it so know your worth and if you really true I mean know your worth and believe that you're worth that I think that's really for me mm. the thing that I take away from this and to anyone that got discouraged by this post please don't because yeah. you know if you feel like you're good you're talented at something even if you had no prior work experience but you feel like for example me I had zero work experience in radio man exactly. zero, man. zero experience in hosting and now I feel like I'm pretty good at it. And uh, and mm-hmm. my rates have increased uh, over time, right? Mm-hmm. Like I did not exactly. charge the rates that I charge now uh, five years ago, six years ago. Uh, but I, I never would have thought that I could charge this amount. Be- but now I feel like I can because I feel like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good enough. And I think that goes for everyone out there. Just work on your skills. There's so many resources, free resources online to upskill or even cheap cl- courses online to upskill. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just the bottom line. Any more thoughts on this, Rika G? I think uh, you covered it. Don't be discouraged by this post, okay? Especially if you're just coming out of, you know, university, college. Don't come and discourage, you know. It's it's a, it's a tough world out there. It is. Okay? It is. <laughs> it's a tough world out there. And I feel like nakakadagdag pa to um, on top of the corporate culture that we have in the Philippines, mm-hmm. which is also very aggressive. Oh, you don't like pizza? You don't like pizza parties? You'd rather you like oh. you like you like raises over pizza party? Are you serious? <laughs> Come on! Oh gosh, I wish I I wish I had this mindset when 
when I started out. Oh, I wish go. I knew my worth. See? Hala show. Saving before, lives, man. <laughs> saving work lives. Saving work lives. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's the podcast. I know we had Adiba, but our our, our free Zoom. See, see we're mm. we can't we're not at that level where we can afford Zoom yet. We know that, right? <laughs> we're at free Zoom, so we'll save the Whoops. Adiba for maybe next week or a time when maybe okay. we don't have that many titis. But uh, I guess uh, we'll use the last three minutes or so to just plug whatever and to thank uh, thank thank you to everyone who kind of really replies and and engages with the topics that we talk about. Last week spe- specifically, a lot of people message about Ted Lasso, Rika G. They, yeah. they message about uh, and the scam, the scam, the scammers. Yeah. So you know, it really is. It really is cool when you guys uh, message us, post mm-hmm. on the Facebook group, uh, send in Q and A's in Spotify. So uh, please share this with your friends, Rika. You tell them how they can uh, help us out. Yeah, you guys can share this and please rate us on Spotify as well. Um, also, we do have a Facebook group, which is the Halalashu Leche Fam uh, on Facebook. And I promise I will be posting. We'll be posting more on there. And yeah. you can actually freely, all of the listeners, you can freely post anything on there. As long as you're not selling anything or scamming anybody. <laughs> Don't scam anybody on our Facebook group. Okay. Just like share I'll find your a way. thoughts. I'll find a way to get that t- to you. I'll find a way to get to you. <laughs> scare, scare. Share your thoughts on the titis or whatever you find online on there. Yeah. It'll be fun. And then also, uh, we've been posting a lot. Well, I've been posting a lot on our new YouTube channel. It's called Our Climb. So basically, we're just, you know, vlogging about our life here in the UK. And mm-hmm. I've been actually having fun. A lot of it, you know, the editing and voiceover and everything. So I hope you guys check it out. It's just on YouTube shorts. Uh, yeah. Our Climbs. There. How about you? Out. Uh, yeah, you can, I have a solo podcast. If you want to go more in depth about my scamming and all the, the my thoughts on movies and stuff, uh, it's Teveza the best in case you finished all the Halala show episodes. Uh, you can go listen to that. And of course, follow us on IG, DM us on there, Hala Hala show, email us the Hala show at gmail.com. That's the podcast. Happy week, everyone. Enjoy your weekend coming up and, uh, extra song, Rika G. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.